Blog Talk Radio. Reality Radio Entertainment presents Behind the Curtain with your host, Kathy Barrett. Hey there, it's Kathy Barrett, and welcome to Behind the Curtain, a show about how we navigate down the not-so-yellow brick road of life. And life is something we shouldn't do alone. So I hope you'll spend the next 30 minutes with me as I reveal what's behind the curtain this week. And boy, do we have a great show for you guys today, Secrets of a Love Master. And we have Dr. Scott Peck and Shannon Peck, who will be our special guest today. But before we begin... I have several announcements to make, so grab a pen, jot down whatever appeals to you. This could be the information you've been waiting for. So firstly, residents 60 years of age and older in New York City's Clinton, Hell's Kitchen, or Chelsea neighborhoods, please visit the link www.seniorscommunitysurvey.org. Your wisdom, insight, experience, and vision is wanted in order to make your quality of life better. This is your chance to have a say, so complete the survey, which you can do online, or you can call 212-221-7301, extension 277, to receive a hard copy of it. This survey is being conducted in partnership with Community Board 4, the Actors Fund, Manhattan Plaza, Rodney Kirk Center, Visiting Nurse Service, Speaker Christine Quinn, Senator Duane, Congressman Nadler, and many others, way too many to mention at the moment. But the website will provide all of the sponsorships and partnerships involved, so you can read about them there. Take a moment, fill out the questionnaire, and play a part in strengthening the community for yourself and fellow seniors. Help my friend Carol Strauss, who works very hard every day to get the word out to seniors about the questionnaire and um, take advantage of, of this opportunity. The information you provide will play a part in improving the living conditions for seniors in the communities mentioned. Moving on to the next one, if you are in the technology business and you are seeking work, World Now is looking for an internet trafficker. I met several of their executives recently and it It seems from afar, anyway, like an amazing company to work for. You can find more information about them by going to worldnow.com. Briefly, they service over 400 media clients and have over 13 years of success to their credit. If you have a working knowledge of DFP system and have former experience working in a trafficking trafficking position, you can apply at their website, worldnow.com. Please, only qualified personnel need apply. If you've been an auto mechanic or an office manager and don't have experience in this particular uh, position, I know you might be really fabulous and looking for a job, but only qualified candidates um, for this particular position, no matter how fabulous you are, are wanted. So I would love to continue to be able to bring you these jobs on the air, which I think would be a great addition to the show. So if only qualified people apply, that will keep the show in good standing. All you traffickers, get busy, submit your resume to worldnow.com, and good luck. Next, we're moving on to Media Alliance for Women. Just had a wonderful event, lots of fun, great to connect to such a powerful and dynamic group of women. 
And if you are in media and you haven't joined, go to www.awmnyc.org. It's an organization that you should be a part of. My next announcement is for a wonderful, wonderful uh, blogger, and she's also a coach. I'm Kari Williams. If you are going through any kind of medical crisis, check out Investigating Life. Um, and also, uh, I'm Kari Office her services as a coach. So go to investigatinglife.com. Amkari is a positive driving force and can really help those struggling through medical crisis and uh, or any other crisis uh, that you may be going through in your life. And lastly, before we get to the show, which I can't wait to... Um, to get to. Uh, for all you fashionistas out there, there is a sale on Friday in New York City from 6 to 8 p.m. at 350 West 42nd Street off 9th Avenue. So if you're interested, RSVP me at gobehindthecurtain at gmail.com to get on the VIP list and to receive the apartment location. This is 30 to 50% off on gorgeous high-end designer bags, shoes, some furniture and clothing, and this is a one-night-only extravaganza and an opportunity to purchase Jimmy Choo's and Prada, Gucci, Manola Blahniks at affordable prices. It's a fashion palooza, people, and I hope to see you there, so make sure you come up and say hi. And now uh, we're going to get to the show. Love Master himself, Barry White, singing uh, Love Theme. And it's the perfect introduction to this week's show, Secrets of a Love Master, with authors Dr. Scott Peck and Shannon Peck, who are here to discuss their book of the same name and share their love skills for personal and global transformation. Scott and Shannon Peck are co-founders of the Love Center, a nonprofit educational organization dedicated to raising universal love awareness and awakening a world of love masters. They are workshop facilitators, speakers, national radio co-hosts, and co-authors of many books on love and healing. They also co-host Love Talk, a live nationwide weekly one-hour call-in show broadcast on Lime, Health Living with a Twist Channel 114 on Sirius Satellite Radio. They co-created Love Notes, free inspirational love messages, which can you can receive daily, weekly, or uh, monthly at www.thelovecenter.com. And you can also find out more information by going to Scott and Shannon Peck. Dot com. Um, let's see. Dr. Scott and Shannon uh, 
basically, I lost my uh, train of thought here for a second, so bear with me. Oh, yes, they also author a monthly column, The Heart of Love, which appears in many newspapers and magazines throughout the U.S. Dr. Scott and Shannon, welcome to the program. I'm so thrilled to have you both with us today. Thank you, Kathy. It's wonderful to be here. We're delighted to be with you. I am so intrigued by the work that you do, uh, which we will go into detail in a minute, but I would love to know the process of your journey and what led you to create the Love Center. (laughs) Well, that's a great question. You know, when we came together as soulmates, which is a whole radio show, um, we were sitting around, we, we knew how much love we wanted to share, we shared with each other and we wanted to share, and we asked the question that somebody else had answered, what would you do with the rest of your life if you knew you could not fail? And we were thinking about that, and we said, you know what, we'd establish a love center and teach people how to be love masters and gain the skills they need so they can find their soulmate and lasting love. And that's how it got birthed. That's really a great question for all of us to ask, you know, if we, what would we do if we would not fail at anything? And um, so your book, uh, Love Skills for Personal and Global Transformation, Secrets of a Love Master, which is the focus of our conversation today, it's really, I mean, I, you know, looking, first of all, I love the book, and as I was sharing with you before we went on the air, I have been using all of your advice in this book and incorporating it in my life, and it's really amazing the changes that happen, and they're very, very simple techniques. Just, you know, I just decided to be very, very present and aware of my surroundings and people, and just by, like, listening with empathy, really, really simple things, and accepting people without judging, and going into silence, and all these wonderful things which we'll go into detail about, really transformed uh, my week, not just in how much joy I was feeling personally from exp- all the experiences and adventures I had, but I could also see the impact I was having on the people in my, you know, environment. So I, I really have to thank you for this wonderful book, and I'm not the only one who feels this way. You're, the book is really praised by very important people in the spiritual community like Deepak Chopra, Marianne Williamson, Stephen Covey, Dr. Michael Beckwith, among many others. So let's begin by defining what a love master is. That's a great question. And by the way, we find that we live our lives with these same things we talk about because this is it is simple, but it's it's authentic. And basically, a love master is someone who, believe it or not, loves herself or himself in a really good way, not ego, and is able to love others well, knows the skills of how to create intimacy, love others, how to solve conflicts so they don't take love south but actually increase more love, and even how to create peace when there's a conflict. These are all the skills in the book, and like you said, they're simple, but they're profound when they're put together and actually lived. Absolutely. And so... um Let's take, because I found something interesting, too. So here, as I mentioned to you, I started incorporating these things into my life. And I really, um, one thing I found for myself, because I tend to be, you know, my my nickname is Chatty Cathy, and you can understand why. Um, You know, for years I was kind of giving unsolicited advice and and pissing people (laughs) off in numerous ways. So 
Uh, finally getting my own blog talk radio show became a blessing for probably the people you know close to me in my life. But what I found about myself was to really pause and to listen, you know, to really listen to the other person and to listen with love is a lot differently than just listening. Meanwhile, you know, in your head, the dialogue is already spinning around about what you're going to say next, depending upon what the conversation is. It, it really was about just releasing any thoughts and being in a state of love and being there for that person and being a total uh, environment for them to speak as if they were the only person and the most important person in the room. And I found that that one action had a profound, um, made a profound difference for me and uh, in relationships this week. That's fantastic, Kathy. It, if people only understood exactly what you're talking about, they would, I mean, do you want more love? Anyone who's looking for more love, who's looking for their soulmate, who wants to increase the intimacy and in their uh, personal relationships, uh, this is the key. It really is to just start listening. And you have discovered it in a very simple way, just perusing the book. Uh, and these listening skills are, are tremendously powerful. Even when we teach how to find your soulmate and soulmates and couples, uh, once we put the room into a listening mode and we do partners and sharing, I mean, the tears are flowing. People tell us they've never been listened to in their whole life like that. And what a tremendous gift it is. that For the first time, they feel heard. They feel seen. They feel understood. In fact, they gained something they didn't even know about themselves because they had this environment that was so unconditionally free to uh, just love and without judgment and with understanding. That, that, that is the kindest thing. That's really the key to love. To relationships, certainly. Yes, I agree. I agree with you, and I'm not saying that I'm an expert here, mind you. <laughs> oh, we're all uh, learning. <laughs> yes, exactly. And uh, so, please, you know, this is a book everybody should have. It's you should have it by your bed night, uh, your night table, and just pick it up. And what I love about you that you both share in this is like you don't have to read it from beginning to end. Just open it up, and you'll be exactly where you should. You know, you'll find yourself with uh, landing on the page that you should be landing on and getting information that you really need. And I you know, love to do that with books. You know, Kathy, it's interesting. You talk about the importance of listening. One of the other skills in the book talks about the little phrase, tell me more. And when you're listening to somebody, so often people, okay, now it's my turn. Instead of listening, we're actually thinking of what we're going to say next. But when you're actually tuning into someone, like you said you shared that you were doing, and then as they're talking and they come to a pause and you just say softly, tell me more, it yeah. has incredible impact because then all of a sudden people feel, you mean I'm, I'm that important? You really want to hear more? You're, you're actually listening? You're enjoying this? And love just goes to a much deeper place with those simple words. It, it does, and it does open up a different level of intimacy, I found, because then when you're encouraging someone and you really feel it, because I really did want to know more, then you learn what their passion is, and you're getting underneath the surface of a conversation and really getting to the core of who someone, uh, someone is. And it did light me up. You know, it did really bring me joy because I thought, oh, my God, this person is fascinating and I'm really enjoying this conversation 
and look at all this information that they just shared with me and look at what I've just learned. Mm-hmm. So I, I I agree with you. It's really, really great. So let me ask you this. What? Let's talk about people who really are struggling with either um, self-loathing or low self-esteem, and they're not aware that they're struggling with it. They're just kind of in this happy state. How do they get themselves in alignment to kind of, you know, transform their lives into being love masters? Oh, that's so wonderful. This is available to all of us. We all need to be loving ourselves a whole lot better, and yet we pretty much beat up on ourselves. Uh, I'm good at it. We're all good at it. Uh, And so Scotty has a a friend who's a naval SEAL, and he talks about perishable skills. Apparently in the uh, in the Navy, they you know they, they learn so many skills, and if you don't use the skills, they perish. And so, love skills are perishable skills. Even this past weekend, I had an experience. I was at a workshop, and um, I was actually a participant in a mastermind workshop, and it was just fantastic. But as I heard the woman speak more of the greatness, and things were opening up for me, and I started questioning things and questioning myself and. Uh, decisions and everything, and I, before I knew it, I was in a funk, and I was really feeling like, oh my God, I've, I've, I, this is loathsome. This is just, I'm hating myself. I'm full, so full of judgment, uh, and I had to come up for air. And fortunately, because of my consciousness around that, because I became conscious at a moment when, when I'm feel, this is what we can all do, when we're feeling down on ourselves, when we're feeling unhappy, pull back and say, whoa. This is a, definitely a cue that I've got to go into self-love. And we do that with certain love skills like uh, cherish your life purpose, um, create sacred time that's alone. Maybe you need to honor and speak your feelings. Uh, definitely see yourself as a masterpiece. So many of us have a tremendous resistance. What? Me, a masterpiece? And yet each one of us is a budding, blooming masterpiece. And uh, practice inner love talk. Uh, We have all this negative inner talk, like I was doing this last weekend. And I had to pull back from it and just really say, wait a minute, is this really who I am? Am I my negative thoughts about myself? No way. And I pulled away. And I, I, you know, until you pull away, you can't fill up full uh, of love for yourself and allow the love to come in. And, And also we have a cultural blockage that says, oh, if you love yourself, you know, you're selfish uh, or it's egotistical. And honestly, Scott and I are here to set the record straight. Loving yourself is what the world is screaming for you to do. We <laughs> right. love to be around people who are loving themselves well. Then we're off the hook from making them, having to make them feel better or fixing them, <laughs> uh, you know, and their guilt and their regret and their sadness and disappointment and their frustration in themselves, uh, it's heavy. It's really a heavy energy field. And when someone's consciously loving themselves and uh, being more visible and just setting boundaries, forgiving themselves, staying current with these simple love skills, I just named off about ten of them from our book, um, anybody can practice this. You can teach your children. You can teach a five-year-old this stuff. It's really simple, and it's what we need to learn from kindergarten on up. I agree. Let me mention the book name again. It's Love Skills for Personal and Global Transformation, Secrets of a Love Master. 
Webster, and this is by Dr. Scott Peck and Shannon Peck. And if you go to scottandshannonpeck.com, you'll be able to um, get information to purchase a copy there. Again, they have a quiz inside as well, which I love, in the back of the book. So you can take the quiz, really be honest with where you are at any of these, you know, questions. You know, it's very simple, um, multiple choice you know, answer, and and then you can see where you need to, what areas you need to improve on, and the chapters are there, and the instructions are there, and you can just pick the book up and run with it, which is so fantastic. In this busy world where we're all pressed for time, this is exactly the kind of information that is so accessible and so easy for you to incorporate into your life. And, you know, speaking of, um, thank you for sharing that, because it's, it's nice to hear um, people like yourself um, you know, say, listen, I have a, a rough time too. I hear those negative voices too. And I found myself a couple, I had like five fantastic days of, of practicing the book. And then I found myself in three seconds being triggered, okay, by an old wound, emotional wound. And within seconds, I fell so off the love master wagon. <laughs> that, <laughs> That's not I was. I was like in the depths of hell in a matter of seconds. And so, um, you know, I, I just took, you know, notice of that. And so what what can you share about that? You know, it, it really wasn't easy. I can't say I took notice of it in 10 seconds. It took me two days of walking meditate and meditating and really trying to figure out what happened for myself for me to move through it. But do you have any other advice for those that, that when we find ourselves getting triggered by past wounds? I'm going to say that in this age of accelerated energies, we are all getting triggered. We're practically falling over ourselves with this trigger, this energy that's bubbling up our junk. It's coming up for a reason. And when we look at it, if it takes us two days or two weeks to process it, love ourselves enough to process it, look at it, and then love ourselves through it. You know, Kathy, I'm very proud of you because the thing is, once we have something in our consciousness, like once we know the importance of loving ourselves, listening, tell me more, all those things, yes, we fall off the wagon, but we have a consciousness that has expanded can never return to its former self. So it's impossible for you to go forward in your life and not get back on the wagon, or for me, or for Shannon. We all fall off the wagon, but now we have the pleasure of knowing what love really looks like in the world of being a love master, and we can move back to that place. And it's really, we move back there with a change of consciousness, which can be the speed of light, instantaneous. You know, all of a sudden I realize, oh, I'm not listening to this person, and we shift into listening, or I'm hating myself, and we shift into inner love talk. So we're growing as love masters, and we need to give ourselves lots of room to grow and make mistakes. It's fine to make mistakes. Make them. If you weren't making mistakes, you wouldn't be growing. So make mistakes. Give yourself lots of forgiveness, lots of room, lots of growth. Process what you're doing, and give yourself credit for what you're doing. This is not an easy road, but, oh, it's so rich. Yeah, we some, I sometimes say love is 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 messy. It, it <laughs> it's, is. It's not a thing like it's a, it's a mathematical formula. You know, just when you think you're being a great love master, all of a sudden, like you said, Kathy, something gets triggered or somebody says something, and and you just have to learn. Okay, I now am acquiring the love skills. That's why we call it the love skills. 
I know how to get out of this place of misery back to love. And what do we live for? We live to love, to be loved, to live in love. I consider myself the happiest, most loved woman in the universe. I don't know any woman that can say that. I, I, come join me if, you, if this is your words too, but I live in a bubble of love because Scotty is the most loving person I know, and he's pouring love from love mastery skills at me all the time. And we actually, the gift that you mentioned that we have for people is an audio called Preparing for Maximum Love, and it's available for anybody at www.scottandshannonpeck.com. And it will give you powerful tools to bring in more love so you can get the love you deserve. And, and I'll tell you, that's what I love about you guys. I love your website. It gives a great deal of information away. And that's really part of being a love master, isn't it? Just giving it away, not holding on to things, and only giving when we think we'll, we'll get something in return, but to truly give of ourselves freely out of love. Yeah. Gorgeous. I, I really, really appreciate your sharing, Kathy. You're living these love skills and your journey. We're all in this together. <laughs> It is, and I, I could see, boy, if people would just buy a copy of this book, and I mean it, and, uh, you know, we would have peace. It's so simple. If everyone just applied these, you know, simple techniques into their life, there really would be peace. But it goes to my next question, uh, which I'm going to call... Uh, emotional vampires, because this is a reality in life, too. These are kind of like the energies that I come across sometimes where, you know, people, they're not even aware or conscious of it, but they kind of like take the love and generosity of spirit with a kind of expectation that you're there to serve them. And I know that their awareness is not there. It's not present. They're, uh, you know, they're not aware of their actions um, or, in some cases, the least bit interested in, in how really their behavior impacts others. So how do we stay in that love master center and deal with that person without being triggered by feelings of being taken of? That's a fabulous question. You know, it, it really is, because I don't care how loving you are, the, the most loving people on earth are often the victims of emotional vampires who just suck it dry. And yeah. loving people, and if you're listening to this radio show, you are a loving person, I guarantee you. Um, so you need to be very conscious, very aware. In fact, make a list right now of the top ten people in your life and rate them on a scale between 1 and 10, um, how, how love do you feel by them? Not by how much love you're giving them or how much love they feel from you, but how much love do you get from them? And look at that, because if it's a 1, a 2, a 3, or 4, even a 5, this is imbalanced. You're getting sucked. There is a vampire energy taking place, and you've got to take action. You might need to speak to them or... Or consider one of the big things that we we live by and teach is learning how to set boundaries um, so that you're not abused you're emotionally so that you're not taken advantage of and sometimes you just have to be strong enough to walk away from a relationship that isn't serving you because uh, you can't change somebody else you can allow your presence to try to uplift them but if they're not open to it if they just want to as you say suck your energies, you know, and, and misuse you, then it's very important that you get away from that relationship. Otherwise, you start thinking this is normal. And that's why so many men and women are in relationships that on a scale of 1 to 10 that are about a 3 or 4 or 5, but they get used to it. Yeah. 
They get numb. Yeah. And yeah. It, it really, we're here to reach our potential, to live all out, full play, with love, with with everything that life has to offer. You deserve it. You deserve to be loved. You lo- You deserve to love and be loved. And that's what we want for you. And with tr- consciously bringing that to uh, your relationships and evaluating your relationships and doing taking some action based on your evaluation. Go toward those people that are giving back to you at an 8, a 9, a 10. And, uh, and make sure that when you're around those people that this is more of your inner circle. Make it your inner circle because then your light goes brighter and brighter. You become more visible. You learn more about who you are. You, you expand into that potential selfhood that you came here to be just like kathy when you said when you started listening to people you started realizing what their passion was and and how wonderful that felt to you and of course to them so that's the type of person we want to be around we need to be around the kind of person that cares about our life purpose and our passion and our thinking and our hearts where there's emotional safety not just the opposite of being a vampire where there's emotional honoring and safety loving people love to give and they give and give and give and it really gets you high it it gives you this high heart energy um and and it feels good but after a while you don't notice when there's a turn a downward turn it's kind of like the frog that gets in the hot water it's warm and then it gets hotter and hotter and the frog gets cooked and the equivalent of a human getting cooked like the frog is you go numb to yourself. You don't. You're, you're. You lower your expectation for yourself. You have lower self-esteem. Everything downgrades, all because you give your power away to these energy vampires who really they're, they're everywhere. Guess what? They're at your office. They're in your neighborhood. They're in your life. They might be your mother, your brother, your sister, your best friend. Please take a look at these and evaluate your relationships. And and take the right action. And it's not that you. We don't have to judge somebody as saying, "Oh, you're a vampire." You know, you're 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 a mean, <laughs> lousy person. We just need to be smart enough not to marry that person, yeah, and like not me. and not to be their best friend. Just to love, have compassion for them, but have compassion for ourselves that we need to be surrounded by people, just like in this conversation with you, Kathy. We're the three of us and those listening. We're a family that's growing together in love. That's the way love expands. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I, uh, that is very, very beautiful. And I I agree with you. And that's, you know, finally I think I've come to that place for myself is, you, you know, you start to feel it. And if you, sometimes out of guilt, you would continue to give. But that is really enabling a negative behavior for the other person. You're really not being a gift to the other person. But if you can right. just... Step back with loving compassion and hold no grudge and just be free. It's you're coming from a whole different uh, place and um, and you know so there's no clutter. There's no emotional clutter then in the house because you've just had this loving compassion and you've let them go. You know you with silent blessings or however you want to send them off. But it's no, it's not like an abrupt detachment and making people wrong and whatever. It's forgiving yourself, forgiving them, and moving on. It's true, and it's clean and empowering that way. So often loving people stay with someone who's not so loving 
because they think silently, well, if I keep loving them more and more, maybe they'll be more loving to me. Yeah. Um, and I did that for 18 years in a marriage. Duh. <laughs> yeah. I finally learned. It's like we got complete on that. <laughs> we One of the All things right. that we we teach that has been very helpful, I think, to a lot of people is that when you're in a situation with someone who is sucking your energy or mean or abusive or just it's or even not kind to you you have three situations you have that's the status quo but then you you when you go into the healing mode you think okay i'm going to remove the status quo that's no longer acceptable and that means there's only two alternatives left either the relationship's going to end or the relationship's going to improve so for example if i was having, let's say, somebody named Joe was treating me that way, I might say to Joe, Joe, you and I, there's a lot of good that we share together, but the relationship as it is is not working to make me feel loved, and I'd like to talk with you about ways we could take this relationship to a higher place. I don't know if you want to do it, but that's my interest. So, uh, And then talk from that place, but you're giving a choice. You're being honest and open, saying, I want to take this relationship to a higher place if you're willing, but I'm not willing to stay in the status quo. And then it's up to the other person to say, I'm sorry, I didn't realize I wasn't listening. I, I'm, I'm talking that you feel badly, and I will, I will change. Or the person says, you know, you're just a jerk. You always feel this way, in which case you get your answer. Leave the relationship. But the, once you remove the status quo as an option, it opens up in your own private thought such great clarity. Okay, it's either going to disappear or it's going to get better. And one of the things we suggest when you have that that talk with the person, um, start with, you know, in order to take our relationship higher, I'd like to discuss with you the way uh, I'm feeling right now and, and how it's working for me and how it's not working for me. And that's a good way to start instead of banging in there, you know, storming in with uh, a lot of uh, criticism and putting it into conflict. It, it's good to have a, a rational, if you possibly can, relationship um, conversation around that. It's true. And, you know, the other thing that I think it's very important to remember is that we're all wounded souls. Okay, mm-hmm. we all have histories, we all have triggers, and it's, you know, sometimes kind of walking through life, you know, it's like walking through a minefield. We don't know where the grenades are planted. Right. So I just find the more compassion I have, and even, you know, when sometimes if the energy is really negative or hostile or whatever that I may come across at any particular moment, I just really kind of look at it like, okay, has there ever been a point in my life, you know, it's it's easier to see someone else's stuff than your own because we, I think we all have kind of blind spots about it, right? So if you right. stand and use the mirror reflection, I'm sure in every case you can look and say, gee, you know, I remember when I was insecure, I behaved like that. So it it, it, it really opens us up to be more compassionate for the other person or whatever the circumstance is. And I, I find that, you know, that leaves me feeling like, you know, there's, like I said, there's no emotional clutter then because I've been able to forgive, have compassion, and move on. It's That's their journey to figure out, 
you know, it's not my journey. My journey is my journey. Their journey is their journey. And But, you know, it's to leave those wonderful, loving feelings behind, I feel, is my responsibility so I don't pollute the planet with negative energy. <laughs> That's a lot of, lot of wisdom you're sharing there, Lovely. Kathy. And you Thank know, you. It really, yeah. it really is a lot of wisdom. Love e- mastery. Even in the most I, I, loving. Listen, rela- it's the book. It all has to do with the book. <laughs> <laughs> Even in the most loving relationships. I mean, Shan and I are just, just deliriously happy with each other. But we have differences, and there's times when um, there's things that I do bug her, and vice versa, or that might even make her feel hurt, and vice versa. But the question is, how do you deal with that? Mm-hmm. If Shannon says, if uh, you know, you're making me angry, or what you're doing is stupid. Now we have two problems. You know, the 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 in a sense the attack, and then also the issue that needs to get resolved underneath it. So when we use love language, then we can create an environment where it's possible to have healing. So, I mean, Shan and I, we spend our lives learning to love better, and a lot of a time and energy goes into ways that we can improve loving each other, and it oftentimes starts with, you know, Shannon saying to me or me to her, what's going on in your heart? And then all of a sudden, there's we discover, oh, I'm struggling with what, you know, happened yesterday when we were talking about so-and-so. It didn't feel good to me. And there's a conversation then, because we want to know what's going on in the heart, that, that there's the opportunity for healing. So even when right. you're with somebody who is loving, there's still going to be those wounds that get that get opened, but they can get healed rapidly when there is heart talk. I love the love language. That is such a wonderful point to bring up, and uh, really, that's you know something we can put in our pocket and carry with us at all times. So that's that's really really great advice. We have gone way over the time and I kept letting it go because I find you two <laughs> fascinating. This is a wonderful conversation. Uh so we'll have to I hope you'll come back and do it again because it's just been well, a joy to have you on the show. Thank you. So I, I want to mention again the book is uh, Love Skills for Personal and Global Transformation, Secrets of a Love Master by Dr. Scott Peck and Shannon Peck. And you can find out more information uh, by going to scottandshannonpeck.com. Uh, Scott and Shannon Peck, thank you really for lighting up the program with your beautiful souls. I mean, I just love your book. I wish you much success with it and everything that you do because you deserve it. And uh, folks, please check out their website. They have lots of fantastic, important information and videos to help guide you. And they also have a library of other extremely helpful books that uh, they've published that you can purchase. And um, I so appreciate your generosity, spirit, and the work that you both do to make our world a better place. It's just been a joy to have you on the program. And I hope you come back, and I wish you happy holidays. Thank you, and we wish all this love for each of your listeners, too. It's been wonderful, Kathy. Thank you. Thank you so much, and uh, we'll see you next time. Next week, everyone, we have Gayatri Nairin, a spiritual educator, writer, and speaker, and co-author of a new and outstanding book entitled Something Beyond Greatness, a conversation with a man of science and a woman of God. Since 1980, she has been the Brahma Kumari's representative uh, to the United Nations in New York, and she is a very wise and wonderful soul, and I'm delighted to also have her as a guest next week. As we gear up for this holiday season, be safe, be smart, and remember, the real
reason for the season. It's a beautiful time for us to come together. It's been great sharing this time with you. This is Kathy Barrett sending you a virtual hug from behind the curtain. I'll be back next week, and I hope you'll join me. Thank you.